day 163. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. I'm John. And I'm Keith. And remember, this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to look through it and see God. We don't come to it primarily to look at it um, and see ourselves. So yeah, done with Psalms in the book of Proverbs mm, yeah. today. Um, yeah. Proverbs, man, it's an excellent book, yeah. but it's one book that's often the most like misused. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's a book that is weaponized in all of the wrong ways. And mm-hmm. so I do think uh, we're going to take a little extra time today to set a little bit of context for mm-hmm. the book, right? That unless yeah. we understand what this book is here for, it's going to be easy to misuse. But once we see the context and understand like what the key is to really... Uh, being able to unlock yeah. the door of the wisdom that's found in this book, everything else is going to fall into perspective. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So wisdom or Proverbs is, man, it's a book of various sayings, instructions, yeah. and like literally Proverbs, short, you know, two line right. uh, snapshots of reality. Yeah. Right. And um, basically, man, like, Proverbs is trying to show us that wisdom is holding out this invitation. Right. And it wants everybody to come and enjoy this wise life. And this life, you know, results in blessing and happiness and well-being for God's people. Yeah. And one of the things I just thought about is that wisdom, like, has this multinational character, right? Right. So you're going to see all these Proverbs. And in the ancient world, you could find them in other places Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Solomon is making uh, observations about the world, right? And... Uh, you know, wisdom can be found in many nations, and if it if it if wisdom had a passport, right, it would be it would look like Birdman, right? It would be tattooed. Birdman is this yeah basketball player, right? Yeah, yeah. It has a ton of tattoos. Yeah. You can Google them. No, um, no, the other Birdman too. Birdman, I thought about too. Yeah, yeah. Both Birdmans <laughs> tatted up. But yeah, just like wisdom is found in the various sectors of life, right? Theology, like geology. He's going to talk about nature a lot. Yeah, yeah. In these, um, yeah, yeah, that's a good point too. Just yeah. like. When it comes to wisdom, um, like nobody necessarily has a corner on the market when it comes to just like pieces of wisdom on how the world works. There's observations that you can make, right? And Mm. where um, there's overlap Mm -hmm. from a bunch of sources. So even when you come to this book, right? Solomon is not the creator of of all of these, right? Right. Solomon doesn't have a copyright on all of these. Mm-hmm. Proverbs is this adaptation. There's a lot of stuff that he gets from elsewhere, from other yeah. wisdom books. Yeah. But the difference is gonna be mm-hmm. yeah that that fear of the Lord part. Yeah. So like this concept of the fear of the Lord is probably the key to understanding to making sense of all the various things he's gonna say. Yeah. And this fear of the Lord concept is basically, you know, the greatest virtue that Solomon sets forth. And it's the pathway through which we enter and remain in God's wisdom. And basically, yeah, it just means this awe for Yahweh or awareness of his like holiness and his like otherness. Yeah. That we are to engage the world with. Those are the lenses we're to engage the world with. Yeah, there was, um, I forget where I learned this. I think it's when we went through this as a church, but um, yeah they talk through the fear of the Lord being at least three things, right? Mm-hmm. The very first one is this, um, an awareness of my place in the universe, right? Mm-hmm. God mm-hmm. is big and I'm small. 
mm-hmm. um, an awareness of my dependence on God yeah, for yeah. absolutely everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. God's big and I'm small, that's one. Uh, I'm his, I need him, that's two. And then the third one is just a constant awareness of the presence of God, right? Mm-hmm. So just this sense of, all right, look, God is the absolute center of absolutely everything. Yes. And when I put God in that place, then everything else in life falls into perspective. Mm. No, that's good. So so there's one guy that said, you know, like the alphabet is to reading, mm. like uh, uh, notes or to music, mm. the fear of the Lord yeah. is to wisdom, right? That's it good. is just the most basic building block that if you don't get that, mm-hmm. then you're going to miss out on yeah. so much other stuff. Try to apply these any way you right. want, but yeah. you'll kind of miss the, right. yeah. the point. Yeah, yeah, that's that's so good. Yeah, and so off the bat, bro, he starts off and he's like, yeah, let me be clear. Yeah. It's basically for everybody. Everybody. So he's, yo, you know, like it's for learning wisdom and discipline, for understanding and insightful sayings. But he's like, yo, let a wise person listen. Right. <laughs> and increase learning. I think you said something about like, it's not a, destination yeah, yeah yeah wisdom's not a destination yeah so even somebody that's wise has not arrived at wisdom yeah, they nobody need arrives. to keep going right like, yeah, yeah i'm fully wise don't <laughs> nah, say anything to me nah, <laughs> yeah no wisdom did. is a dest or it's not a destination it's a pathway yeah and time doesn't permit to go through everything he says right, what right, it's right. for but basically man like there's no place in our lives and in our being that wisdom doesn't intersect, right? So it's right. from our cognition to our reasoning to our emotional intelligence yeah. to our character, our morals, our values. Wisdom has a say on all of those things. Right. And that's what Solomon is basically going to get at. Yeah. Yeah. Here in the first like chapter. Yep. Yeah. So so I mean, the reason why the fear of God is so important, right? That we have to make God the absolute center of absolutely ev- ev- everything mm-hmm. is that as you go through this book, Proverbs is going to give you not contradictory advice, but contrasting advice, right? Sure, There's sure. Sometimes it's going to tell you to speak softly. Sometimes <laughs> it's going to tell you to rebuke some somebody sharply, yeah. right? And the only way to give balance to those things is if you really have this um, fear of the Lord. And the reason mm-hmm. why he puts that in is because we aren't the type of people that instinctively fear the Lord. There's yeah. so many other things that we fear and we love, right? Mm. We love or we fear approval. Yeah. And if you fear approval, um, it's not just that you're you're gonna be a bad friend, you'll be a dangerous friend. Mm. Because if the most important thing to you is being liked, mm. then you're gonna take all the proverbs about being kind and speaking softly, and you're gonna do that but you're never going to correct anybody. Yeah, the Bible says it here. I'm kind. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like it also says, yeah. Yeah, and if you don't take them both, then you'll be nice and kind, Yeah. but you'll be the type of person that has friends that are driving their lives off of cliffs, mm. and you're never going to tell them to hit the brakes. Oh, that's good. And your friendship now is a hurt, right? Because mm-hmm. there was something else that you feared more, more than, than the Lord, Lord. Yeah. right? So he's constantly going to say bring this back to fear the Lord, fear the Lord, Mm -hmm. so that you can take both of these things in tandem Mm -hmm. and make the wisest choices for, yeah. Yeah. Also too, in light of that, bro, like these are very, um, wisdom is situational. Right. right? right. So it's like, 
don't think like these are promises. Like right. I got it said in your word that yeah, the righteous will not go hungry. And it's like somebody's hungry and they love you. You right. know, it's not right. like no, it's like these are general truths that are to be applied in the various sectors of life. Yeah. So we have to have, yeah, wisdom in applying. Right. Um, so that's one thing I, I want to say. But also, too, he's going to use this like son language. Oh, yeah. So he's like, yo, listen, my son, chapter one, listen, my son, to your father's instruction. Don't reject your mother's teaching. And then he'll go down in verse 10 and say, yo, my son, if sinners entice you, right. don't be persuaded. And man, in Israel, you know, in Israel's wisdom tradition, um, likely the home was the place, you know, where wisdom was imparted. It was mm. the paradigm for how parents taught their children. And exemplified it as well yeah. to their children. And so this like formed the religious structure. So the family structure helped form the religious structure of the community. And this is why they're going to use the son language a lot. Right. right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So even at the end, Proverbs 120, where it says, yo, wisdom calls out in the streets. Like, yeah. have you ever been outside when, when, when you shouldn't have been outside? The street lights are come on. You're supposed yeah. to be inside. And your mom comes outside and she calls for you to come home. Like yeah. this wisdom has that yeah, parental, mm. loving Nurturing touch. Care. Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep. And so, man, it's uh it's just crazy. We can go on and on. I know. And chapter two comes on, <clears throat> you know, and it's like, man, again, this is my son language. Um, but it says, uh, you know, listening closely to wisdom and directing your heart to understanding. Furthermore, if you call out to insight, and lift your voice to understanding. If you seek it like silver mm. and search for it like hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and discover the knowledge of God. And it's like, did you just hear what he just said? <laughs> we are to go after wisdom like we go after like that, that bag. bag. Like we want it. Man, we want a bag. I want to get rich. I want this money. And Proverbs is like, slow your road, Jack. Yeah. Like you need wisdom. Yeah, That's fine. Seek it. Yeah. But seek it like you would. That bad, right? Yeah. right? Like, go after it with the same, keep that same energy. Yeah. Um, And man, yeah, you think about all the people who go after that bag, but don't go after wisdom. Right. And then they end up, yeah, yeah. broke, right? Right. And so, like, yeah, like, those things go together, Um, and it's to be sought after, right? Yeah. Like, we need to have a, dil a diligence and an urgency about trying to be as wise as we can yeah. for God. And a diligence and urgency is often shown mm -hmm. when you go after something mm -hmm. when you like don't want to right it's like oh i don't want to get up and read and it's like mm. a we're too um we're too like laissez-faire or nonchalant when yeah, we miss good. a day in god's word or things Absolute like that and so not pray, to put a legalistic amen. god loves you more when you're oh, in his word man, no 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 saying nah if you really want this right there's lots of folks that said you know um, I want to hoop, I want to get rich, on, I want to do this, but they don't put the work in. And it's the same thing where he's saying, no, look, wisdom ain't playing hard to get, Yeah, but it work for it, seek it. Yes. And yeah. then he's like, yo, one of the reasons, like, it's not a vain pursuit. So right, look, right after he says that, go after, go after it. Verse six, for the Lord gives it. God, God, <laughs> right. if, you go after, if you go after wisdom, yeah. God is going to give it to right. you. And that's like so encouraging. Right. It's like, yo, you can go after the bag. You may not, <laughs> you may not get it. You may not get that bag, brother. And even if you get it, you may not keep it. You may though. not keep it, bro. Right. Um, so yeah, like, man, God is gonna, he wants us to be wise, right? right. He may not want everybody to be rich, but he wants us to be wise right. for sure. Chapter three comes. Um, and he's like, yo, my son, 
famous part of Proverbs. My son, don't forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commands, for they will bring you many days of full life and well-being. Never let loyalty and faithfulness leave you. Tie them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. And this is, yeah, once again, showing that uh, wisdom intersects with godliness, right? So he's Mm -hmm. like, um, in other words, a wise way to live is to be loyal and faithful, right? Like that is actually wise and that uh, wise. And that loyalty and faithfulness that he brings out here in verse three is the same concept yeah. of the Hesed love yeah. that God revealed himself as, you know, faith and love and kindness. Ah, Exodus 34. And he's like, man, wise folks imitate God, right? right? With the type of loyalty and faithful love that God uh, covenantally extends to his people. Yep. Yeah. And so, yeah, like that's, that's the context for those verses. Yeah. It's not like, yo, man. You know, loyalty and favor. It's not just random, right? right? It's like, no, there's an imitation of God here. And then he says, yo, write them on the tablet of your heart. Right. Right. And you think about Exodus and how they wrote the laws on the tablets. Yeah. And the New Testament would tell us, it's like, no, no, no. It wasn't just about some stones, my dude. Right, right, right. God is writing his law on your heart. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's saying here, kind of pointing forward to the fact that God wants this to be in us. Yeah. Right. Not just outside of us. So Proverbs 4 is going to come and he's just going to say, listen, you have to guard your heart, right? If you heard any of this and think wisdom is just about what you put in your head, Mm -hmm. he's like, nah, it's about the things that you keep out of your heart, right? It's not just head knowledge. Yeah, yeah. yeah, guard your heart. Make sure things don't get in because everything's going to come and like creep for your attention. So First yes. Kings 10, Solomon is shown to be wise. First Kings 11, he loves many foreign women. Mm. And the Bible's gonna say, listen, guard your heart, guard your heart, to the point where even people that aren't Christian understand this truth, right? Mm. Uh, David Foster Wallace says this, look, if you worship money and things, if they are where you tap real meaning in life, then you'll never have enough. Yeah. You'll never feel you have enough. It's the truth. If you worship your own body and beauty and sexual allure, mm-hmm. you'll always feel ugly. Mm. And when time and age start to show, you'll die a million deaths before they finally plant you. On one level, hear this. We all know this stuff already in our head. Yeah, It's been codified. It's myths, proverbs, cliches. The trick is keeping that truth up front in our daily consciousness. And the way that you do that is you worship. You have to worship God uh, uh, above all else where your sight of him eclipses your love for so many other things. And I think Proverbs is trying to help us see this. Look, if you really want to walk wisely in the world, you have to walk closely with God. And the way we walk closely with God. It's through worship. Yeah. Amen. Father, we pray that uh, we will walk wisely and we would understand that walking wisely with you, we can only do that by walking closely with you, Lord. Help us to fear you today in our pursuit of wisdom. In Jesus' name we pray.